Proverbs chapter 21 is where we're going to start. Um, I want to talk to you. This is the week of Valentine. You got, you, you got one yet? Okay, so everyone in here, we're going to see you at the banquet on Thursday. We got a great banquet. We got great decorations, super menu, and we've got you. You've got to be there. So this week is all about your heart. It's all about love. It's all about your heart. So I want to talk about your heart today. I want to talk about don't have a hardened heart. And I want to talk to you about probably one of the greatest dangers of being a Bible college is hardening your heart. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, it says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. College students, you got to constantly guard the heart wherever you are, but especially at Bible college. Make sure that you protect your heart. I want to talk to you about Pharaoh's heart and about um, who hardened Pharaoh's heart, and how did it get hardened. And uh, I want to just share a couple things with you, and then we're going to end with an incredible song on prayer. Um, and that, um, now, by the way, I just got to tell you, Ben, um, I would love to have any one of those voices that you, that you got, all those, all those going. How, how many are there? How many layers are there? They're like, no way. I'd take it. You know, really, though, I got a new title for your music. I would call that Schizophrenic Symphony. <laughs> okay, that's, that's kind of crazy stuff there, okay? That's a little weird. That's all you back there doing that, all right? That's good. I would have been glad to have had any one of those voices. Don't you? I, and by the way, Man, if you're a, a guy, that's the way I want to sing in heaven. I really do. And I uh, have all these voices. I'm just going to play around with all of that stuff. Right now, if you put one of my voices on your thing, you'll go, what is that weird noise there? <laughs> Proverbs 21. I, I want you to see a verse that a lot of people, I'm not sure, understand. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water... He turneth it, whithersoever he will. Now, a lot of people believe that from this passage, obviously, the heart is in God's hands. And he determines. But what does he determine? Does he determine what comes out of it? The Bible says, and we're going to look at it in just a moment, the Bible says that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Well, if the Bible says it, God must have hardened Pharaoh's heart. Here it says, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it, whithersoever he will. So in other words, God just determines what comes out of everyone's heart. No. That is not what this verse teaches, and it's not the story on Pharaoh, and I'll show you that in just a moment. This is an incredibly important truth. There's a metaphor that's given here, a word picture that's given that can help us. As the rivers of water. Now what in the world does that mean? Because that metaphor is going to be the key to understanding how God has the king's heart in his hand. You determine what comes out of your heart. You will never stand before God and say, God, 
The reason why I had a hardened heart is because of what you put in my heart. No, 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 no. No one will ever be able to stand there and do it. Well, isn't that what he did with Pharaoh? No, it's not. We'll show you in just a minute. Well, well the king's heart is in the hand uh, of the Lord. But notice what it says. As the rivers of water. What does that mean? It's an irrigation term. It talks about how the water was directed out into the fields. As the rivers of water, as the hoses, as the pipes, as the irrigation, as the ditches took water to fields back a couple thousand years ago. Well, I brought with me as the rivers of water. I brought with me my what? My sprinkler. For the show, you don't have much lawn, do you? No, I don't. I have a very small piece of lawn, and this takes care of all of it. Now, let me tell you what I do with this. I hook it up to a water source, a hose. I then take this sprinkler, and I place it. Very important. I place it where I want it to water. A couple spots in that little piece of lawn needs it, and I can kind of, and then I go over to the hose and I turn it on. Now get this, to exactly how much I want. Maybe I'll put it right in the middle of the lawn, turn it all the way up and let it go. Maybe I just got one little section that's not getting any and I take it over there and I control the water and I control where it's placed. But hear this. What comes out of it is not my responsibility. Now here is what I am telling you. I believe in an absolute sovereign God. When it says the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, somehow in the process, God's got to be involved with that. But let me also tell you this. I think God takes Donald Trump and he places Donald Trump where he wants to. He allows Donald Trump to do his thing. But he will only spread as far as the Lord allows. Whether it's Putin or whether it's the, a rocket man in North Korea or whoever it is. <laughs> now think about that for just a moment. Rocket man is limited by a holy God. Aren't you thankful for that? The heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water. So here's what he does. It isn't that God determined what comes out of Donald Trump's heart. It's that God says, this is how much influence you're going to have, Donald Trump. I am placing you as the president of the United States, and this is the influence. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever way he wants. This is going to be your influence. So in Proverbs 21, this does not eliminate man's free will, but it definitely shows you we've got a God that is sovereign that's going to say, this is how much influence you're going to have as the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Now take your Bibles and turn to our text very quickly. Exodus chapter 14. Now in Exodus chapter 14, Pharaoh has gone through 10 plagues. The last, he lost his son. At which point he says, that's it, we're done. Get rid of these Israelites. He gets rid of them. 
Now, the Bible says, and it says it 14 times. It says it a couple times in Romans. It says it throughout the scriptures at different places. 14 times it says, the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. However, eight times it says, Pharaoh hardened his own heart. So which is it? Did the Lord harden Pharaoh's heart, or did Pharaoh harden his heart? And the answer is yes. You say, oh, Brother Scheller, I hate those kind of things. Well, the Bible says the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, so he did. But the Bible says Pharaoh hardened his heart, and he absolutely did. You say, well, Brother Scheller, I'm not sure I understand. Let's look at Exodus chapter 14 very quick. Because you got to get this. So, so the Lord, in verse number two, he takes Israel to a place called Pi-hi-harath, Migdol, and baal Safan. It is a dead end. It is a cul-de-sac. And the only thing before them is the Red Sea. And all three of those places, Pi-hi-harath, Migdol, and baal Safan, are huge mountains. In other words, there's an entrance in, there's one way in, and there's only one way out. The mountains surround them, and the Red Sea's on the other side of them. Well, when Pharaoh hears the report, Pharaoh thinks to himself, <laughs> this God may be able to send plagues, but he sure needs a GPS. This God has taken Israel to a dead end. There's no place to go. So, Pharaoh thinks to himself, this is it. I have Israel trapped at the Red Sea, and the only way out is the only way in, and we will destroy Israel. <laughs> oh, this God has no clue how to direct his children. We pick up the story in verse number three. This is the Lord speaking to Moses. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will, I want everyone to say the next three words, everyone together, harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all of his hosts that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord and they did so. So, Brother Shetler, I don't understand this passage. This has always struggled with me. I've always had a problem with this. Why did God do this to Pharaoh? Now, wait. God was being God. God was doing what God does. God was guiding his people. He led them to a place. God was God. At any time, Pharaoh could have responded differently. But God being God... Pharaoh responds. I mean, some of you said, I'm not sure I quite understand this. Years ago, Marilee and I, uh, my, my in-laws had a timeshare in Scottsdale, Arizona. And it was the middle of the summer, and we were out here traveling on vacation. And they said, hey, you could stay at our, our, our timeshare for a few days. It was in Scottsdale, Arizona. The three days we were there, the temperature was 114, 116, and 117. It was at that point in my life, it was the hottest temperature I'd ever been in. I've been in a little bit hotter here since then, but that was at that point the hottest I'd ever been in my life. So we got to the thing and it was really hot. I told my wife, I said, honey, I'm going to put some jogging clothes on. I'm going to go out for a run. She said, Jim, it's 116 degrees out there. 
I said, I know, I've always wanted to run in an oven. This will be great. So I went and I ran for 100 yards. And I said, okay, this is the stupidest thing in the world. I came back in. Now let's just take, for just a moment, I need your help, okay? Let's just take that day. I were to bring out a big box, big box, and I opened it up, and inside was mucky old clay. I mean, I'm talking this. It's just the kind of clay you make pottery with. It's all soupy inside. And I reached inside, and I took some of that clay, and I slapped it on the sidewalk, 116 degrees. And I take that clay, and I slap it on the sidewalk, and I go, take some more. Ooh, this is good. I like this. Put all that clay on there. And I come down here, and I got a cooler. And I come down about ah, 30 yards. And I come down to the other end of the sidewalk. I open up my cooler, and there's a big block of ice. I mean, it's frozen ice. And I put that block of ice on the sidewalk, 116 degrees. I put my block, and I said, I'm going to go in and have lunch with Marilee. So I go in and have lunch with Marilee. A couple hours later, I come out. I need your help, OK? I come out. And I come over and I look at the clay. It's been sitting in 116 degrees, Scottsdale, Arizona, on a sidewalk for two and a half hours. And I come out and I look at that clay and I touch it. Can you all help me out? And the clay would have everyone together hardened. Then I walk down. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is unbelievable. And I come down, and I look at my block of ice. Everyone, help me out. And the block of ice has hardened. The block of ice has what? No, 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 no. The clay, everyone together. The clay has same sun, same temperature, same sidewalk. The ice has no, 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 no. It's the same temperature, guys. It's the same sun. It's the same sidewalk, okay? It's the same day. It's been the equal amount of time. How does one harden and one melt? I pastored for 25 years, been in ministry for 40 years this year. I'll tell you one of the things that just absolutely amazes me in ministry. Whether it's a class, whether it's a conference, whether it's a church service, you preach the Word of God. And there's people who leave that place and they're going, Oh, Lord, I needed that. Oh, God. And others. What's the next thing I'm supposed to do? Wait, 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 wait. Did, did, did you not hear Brother Miracle preach Wednesday and Thursday? Oh, yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah, it was good. A lot, of, a lot of energy, man. He's doing a good thing. Stop, 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 stop. Did you not hear pastor give his heart yesterday? Now listen to me, listen to me. This is so important about your heart. So who hardened Pharaoh's heart? Yes. God was being 116 degrees. God was being God. He brought the plagues. It was God who hardened Pharaoh's heart. Sure it was. It was the sun that hardened the clay. But isn't it interesting? The ice melted. Who hardened Pharaoh's heart, Brother Shetler? Pharaoh did. Pharaoh hardened his own heart, and God hardened his heart. God hardened his heart by being God. So guess what, college students? Cancer may come your way someday. 
And what cancer does to one person hardens their heart. Cancer may melt another person's heart to come back to God. You can have financial need and say, God, I've had it with this. Or you can have financial need and say, oh, I've seen God do this, this, and this. Let me tell you something. God's going to be God. He's going to be God in your life. The question is how you respond to him being God. Pharaoh responded with a hardness. Hey, I got to tell you, you can come into these services You can hear the word of God. One person leaves that door, another person leaves that door, and it's completely different. One hardened after that chapel service, one melted after that chapel service. This is an amazing thing. Let me just just say one other thing about this, because it's so cool about how how he responds. So it was told the king of Egypt, look at verse 5, that the people fled. And the heart of the Pharaoh and of the servants was turned against the people. And they said, now listen to this. Why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us. Why? Why did we let Israel go? Oh, I wish I would have been there that day. I wish I could have been there that day. I don't usually, when I was growing up, I never, you know, I never really had the right answer in class. And, you know, but a few times that I knew the right answer, ooh, 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 teacher, back here. I would have loved to have been in Pharaoh's court that day. Why? Why did we let Israel go? Why did we do this? Oh, 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 I got this one. I got this one. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, you, blonde, in the back there, yeah. I, white, whatever. Okay. <laughs> used to be blonde you yes why did we let them go oh Pharaoh let me give you ten reasons why we let them go we let them go because we couldn't see our hand in front of our face because of the darkness we let them go because we didn't want to drink the red Kool-Aid out of the Nile anymore we let them go because we don't like hail we let them go because I love this one. I wish I had time, but we don't have time because I want to hear him sing. But we let him go because of the frogs. The frog, by the way, if you don't think God has a sense of humor, he took every one of the gods that they worshiped and he mocked every one of them. He made fun of every god Egypt, Egypt served. Hey, you remember the frog thing? Oh, yeah, we don't want to do the frog thing, man. The frog thing. Why did we let them go? But I'm going to tell you this. This is an amazing thing that I've learned in ministry. When people begin to harden their heart, They ask the stupidest questions, and they give the stupidest answers. Man, I counsel students, and some of you guys, it is not that I do not love you, but it's like, that was a stupid question. Why are you asking that? And I'll tell you what's even more stupid, brutish, whatever you want to call it, is your answer to that. What are you thinking, college student? You know what it is? It's a sign of a hardened heart. Now, this week is Valentine. And I got to tell you, I hope you have a loving heart. I hope you have a, and by the way, you know, we, we got, what's our theme this, this week for the, you know, West Coast, WCBC, West Coast loves. I was thinking next year we ought to do West Coast hates. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop and think about it for a moment. For everything that you love, you got to hate something. Do you ever think about that? I love life. I hate abortion. I love health. I hate sickness. Okay, I love God. I hate sin. 
For everything that you love, and the stronger you love something, the more you will hate something. I love flowers. I hate weeds. Whatever you say you love, there's got to be an equal force to that equal that you hate something. College students, I want to encourage you to do something. Keep your hearts tender. Keep your hearts soft. Because when you don't respond to what you hear, you ain't no different, excuse the English, than Pharaoh himself. You can harden your heart. You can come into chapel, walk out of chapel. This week, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Personally, for the third time this message, I've been in ministry for 40 years. I'm just going to tell you this. Last week, I heard two of the greatest messages I've ever heard in college chapel anywhere I've ever been. And I got to tell you, I said, oh, Lord, keep me tender to what I'm hearing. College student, what you get in class, what you get everywhere around here, keep your heart tender. Brother Shaw, how do you do it? Keep responding to what you're hearing. Keep responding. Who hardened Pharaoh's heart? Yes, God hardened it because of who God is. Pharaoh hardened it because of the way he responded to what God did. Gang, things will happen this semester. Your response to those things will determine if your heart hardens or it melts. Keep your heart tender. And I'll tell you one thing that'll do that is prayer.